Hi everyone.、Uh, today we're joined by、um, Nicolas, my flatmate.、Uh, he's an art and sciences student at UCL. Hello, Nicolas. Hello. So today I'm going to talk about my dissertation, which I wrote about、uh, clustering of smart meter data in South Africa and London to、um, target better demand side management policies. So there's a lot of weird words in this.、Uh, Title. So I'm gonna explain first、uh, the different words I use. So first, clustering is a data analysis method which aims to regroup similar data together. So、um, basically, you have a three-dimensional world, and all the points close by will be regrouped together and form a profile, from which you can extract a typical value for this profile. And then,、uh, smart meter data is the data that Uh, of the energy that you are consuming. So, for example, at four p.m. on the Monday, you consumed seven kilowatt hours or something like that. And basically, with smart meter data, you can create a profile of the evolution of consumption through time. So you can have, for example, a typical week of consumption. And、uh, the typical week of consumption for a for a household in South Africa and for London. Is defined by morning peaks. So when you wake up, you start making coffee, drinking, eating, taking a shower. You consume energy. Then you go to work, and so yet there's a dip in the consumption of energy. And then you come back home around the evening, and then there's a much harsher peak because you are cooking. Everybody's coming home. You watch TV or I don't know. And then during the night, there's a much lower dip because the You're not consuming energy other than I don't know heating or something like that, and based on this curve of consumption, we are trying to cluster these data to find out if everybody in London or everybody in South Africa are consuming similarly in terms of shape. We are not looking at the absolute value of consumption, because otherwise big households with many inhabitants would. Be regrouped together and smaller one together, and that's not what we are looking for. We are much more interested in the shape of、um, consumption because the carbon intensity is much higher during peaks than during dips. And as the overarching goal is to reduce emissions, we are looking to minimize the peaks and、um, smoothen consumption over time. And we decided to look at South Africa and England because both countries are. At different states of development, and have very diverse um uh energy consumption and energy production profiles, with London and the UK being more driven towards renewable energy than South Africa, which is still very dependent on coal resources. So the first step in our dissertation was to cluster the profiles that I talked previously. So the results were quite interesting because there were some differences between the London clusters and the South Africa clusters. In South Africa, even though there were some slight differences, the consumption curves of all the profiles were quite similar, following the typical、um, shape I described earlier. Whereas in London, there was a lot of variation in shape between the different clusters. There was, for example, a cluster with no morning peak. So basically, directly going to work, but with a huge、uh, uh, evening peak, so a lot of consumption during the evening. There was a profile with no、um, daily dips, so the consumption kept rising until the evening, and this could, for example, be as- associated to stay-at-home people. And the most interesting cluster was one with a 
relatively normal shape, but then around 1 or 2 a.m., a huge peak in consumption, which could be surprising, but it's actually uh, representative of some policies already taken places in the UK, which is called, for example, Economy 7, where you are invited to, for example, put your dishwasher cleaning machine at these times so that you don't overload the consumption during peak hours of, for example, eating, cooking, things that you cannot do at another time. And by doing this, you spread consumption more evenly around across time and therefore reduce the carbon intensity of the consumption. And so on these, um, on these uh, different clusters, we then try to evaluate the um, uh, emissions of each clusters by looking at the carbon intensity of every hours during a week and multiplying it by the consumption of every clusters during a week. And as expected, the economy seven had the lowest carbon intensity. And surprisingly, the stay at home um, profile was the biggest one. For um, South Africa, there was some slight differences, but as mentioned earlier, the clusters were, were much more similar. So the differences in carbon intensity were much more thinner. Once we had this information, the demand side management of the initial title uh, entered in place. Basically, demand side management is all the different measure measures that we can make to improve or improve the way uh, population is consuming energy. So it can be better regrouping the consumption over time, improving the efficiency so that people consume less or things like that. And we basically wanted to trial different um, demand side management policies on the different clusters to see if targeting specific groups were valuable and how we could utilize the cluster created to uh, better improve uh, the the um, addressing the issue of global warming and reducing co2 emissions and so for uh, south africa the most interesting thing was to improve the efficiency but it was more interesting to improve efficiency for a specific cluster than for the whole of the population. The, the, uh, the efficiency improvement had to be of a greater percentage, of course, to match the amount of energy saved, but for uh, the same amount of uh, consumption reduced, the emission reduction was far greater for uh, targeted clustering, uh, targeted to a cluster efficiency improvement than uh, efficiency improvement for the whole of the population which was quite interesting and underlined the value of clustering analysis for this kind of uh, studies. For London, the huge variability in cluster shape uh, motivated us to do another type of uh, analysis, which was cluster movement. So basically moving, I don't know, 30% of the population within a cluster to another cluster and see how this would uh, change or improve the emissions of the overall population. And as expected, the um, Economy 7 was the cluster to target to. And the objective and the most valuable changes were made when clusters from stay at home or the more typical morning evening peak were moved towards uh, Economy 7, which makes sense because you are spreading, as I explained earlier, the consumption over time and therefore have a more even um, consumption. There is, however, a risk if everybody moves toward economy seven as described, there will be 
just another peak at another time. And basically, you would at some point there's a trade-off to f to find because otherwise you will just increase once again the carbon intensity of the overall system, but just at another time. And therefore, uh, the conclusion we uh, arose is that the policies for um the policies for uh, smoothening consumption over time for London and improving the efficiency for South Africa were policies that should be uh, given to everyone in the population at some point, but that having the clusters would give a sense of priority and who to address first, for example, for efficiency improvement, where do you first improve the insulation of a building and targeting a specific cluster would give a better original improvement and abatement of emissions and would therefore maximize initial investment in emission mitigation. And it would therefore, having the different cluster would therefore provide a time frame of where to start and where to end on the different demand side management policies to um, reduce emissions. Thank you so much, Nicholas, for that. Um, as a final question, um, would you say that your expectations of findings are very different from your, the, the results you obtained? Um, I feel that the main surprise I had was how emissions were driven by specific clusters. I was expecting that some clusters and some typical households were driving consumption, but it was really interesting to see how much of a change you could do by just, for example, moving 40% of a population towards better consuming clusters. And for example, moving stay at home to um, economy seven, by moving, I think, only 30%, you could reduce the, um, uh, uh, the emissions of the overall sample by around 3,000 kilos of CO2 per year. So it's really striking how these changes that are do not require much from the population could have really important impact on the overall emissions of a country. Thank you so much, um, Nicholas, for this. And uh, everybody have a lovely day.